1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Hey, it's Katie Neal. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week on the show, I got to sit down with Dan and Shay, who are always two of my favorites just because they're always hilarious and we have a great time. We got to talk all about new music that they've been working on. If you've noticed they've been really quiet on social media and that's very intentional because they've been in the studio, they've been editing, they've been mixing. So we got to talk all about that. We got to talk about less exciting things like how Dan and I both lost trees that were very expensive in our front yards and Shay lost one in his backyard. <laughs> I also got to chat with Shay about how he has been working out with Thomas Rhett at like 5 a.m. every morning and then they've been taking their kids off off to school because their kids go to the same school. <laughs> it was a great conversation with Dan and Shay. I truly enjoyed it and I hope that you do too. What's going on? What's the latest? We're good, we're
2: fantastic. We're uh, we're nearing the end of finishing this yet to be announced album. Yeah, it's been a few years in the works. We, we don't quite have all the details yet. We're ironing them out as we go, but it's definitely our best yet. We're so proud of it and uh, I'm just so excited to get this out there to the people. It's, I mean, if you think about it, we released the first single off our last album on October 4th 2019 that's a long time ago you know what i'm is saying is that like, real <laughs> yeah i mean cuz covid was like asterisk years you know it's like those two years of our lives kind of didn't count but yeah uh, that was the first single 10,000 hours came out in October of 2019 and then you know fast forward a couple months and the world shut down and chaos but here we are 2023 we're going to have uh, have music by the end of the year so we're fired up for it
0: that's exciting. I know you said you you can't say a lot. You guys are f- putting the finishing touches on stuff. What can you say like about this chapter of music? Is there like anything that you're playing with that's new? Anything that you feel like you really honed in on that you're excited about without, you know, giving away too much?
3: I'm excited about this whole, I can speak for both of us when I said I, I think this is the most fun we've had making an album. Usually you have two or three months to kind of, I don't want to say throw it together. We've always taken our time, but you just don't have much time uh, in between pouring and you know running around all over the place, and this is the first time that we've really been able to, you know, kind of take our time and uh, try to make a cohesive project and really dive all the way in. And we're in this uh, really cool place in our life right now. I think that we've redefined what we see success as, and we've kind of thought of this project of, you know, we're going to make the album that we want to make and speak from our heart, you know, sing about what we know and and uh, not try to be anything other than just unapologetically Dan and Shay and what that means now, you know, which is very different than it was uh, a few years ago. And it's just really exciting. I think that, you know, we've gotten in and Dan and I are closer than we've ever been and having more fun in the studio than we ever have. And, you know, just getting this project out there is going to be a a win for us. That's that's the success part of it. We're finding so much joy in the process of creating this album and just the memories that we've made uh over the last you know 12 months you know creating this and putting this together that you know getting it out into the world is going to be a huge win and everything beyond that is going to be a bonus and it's just it's a really fun season of our life where we're at personally and just creating music we have the greatest job on planet earth and i just i'm so excited about every song uh that we've that we've made and i don't know it's just a really fun era of, I was going to say music and, and playing music, playing old music, like, you know, old songs have new meaning to us. And it's just a really exciting time. And you know, we've worked on ourselves personally and it's just a really exciting era. So back to your, your question, I, this is a, a special era. This is a new era for us for sure. And uh, how we're approaching everything.
0: I love that you're using the word era, like the everyone, like where you, this is, this yeah. is your era for Dan and Shay. Like this is where you're having the most fun. I also love to hear that. Cause I feel like, as an artist, what a great space to finally be in, to have like the years and the experience under your belt, and then just to be like, this is what our definition of success is, and like, this is what we're gonna do. Like, kudos to you guys. Like, what a, like I said, an awesome era to be in.
2: Totally. Yeah, we've been doing this for 10 years now, which is crazy to say. And we've had such great support along the way and accomplished a lot of, a lot of dreams, you know, crossed a lot of things off our bucket list. So now we're, I don't know, we're just having fun. Having fun with the process, writing the songs we want to write, recording the songs we want to record, and we're going to get out on tour and get to play all of them, and it's uh, it's going to be nice to go out on tour, knock on wood, without any weird COVID pandemic <laughs> yeah. things looming where, you know, we, yeah, I don't even want to jinx it, but yeah, we, we did our arena tour, which is, you dream of it your whole life. You get to this place where you can, you know, sell out Madison Square Garden and you get there and it's like kind of like a little bit weird. There's a little bit of pandemic still looming. So I think this go around, we're going to release this album. We're going to get out on tour and hopefully it's going to be smooth sailing. Knock on wood, though. You know, I don't want to.
0: <laughs> For sure. Now, I, can I ask what part of the album process you're in? Like, are you in the process, Dan, where you're not sleeping and you're like holed up in a studio all day every day
2: (laughs) No, I'm past that you're past that that's good yeah I'm good I'm good now (laughs) now it's uh I kind of switched my brain I'm finishing mixes mixes I think probably for everybody else they're like they're done they've been done for the last few months but i'm just like a psychopath still tweaking very insignificant details that no one would ever care about but me Um, (laughs)
0: but you need to do that it's funny whenever i like because i know dan you do all the like social stuff too whenever i see you guys quiet on social i just imagine dan like frantically mixing editing like (laughs)
2: that's exactly (laughs) it that's exactly it people are like are they okay did they break up it's like no we're just so stubborn we don't let anybody run our social media so it's like okay cool if we're working on an album and we're deep in the studio, obviously our socials are going to be quiet like they are right now, but we'll keep I kinda, it back in gear.
0: I love though that you do that. Like I would be the same way. I would have a hard time handing over the access to the socials and like, that would just not be easy for, I'm a control freak though. So yeah, same,
2: same. I, I do think the fans, if, and there are acts who it works for, if, you know, yes. team so-and-so running their socials, that works for some people. But for us, we've built so much of our relationship with our fans being one-to-one, you know, it's first person and, I think it's okay for us to be quiet on there. I think our fans kind of have learned the cycle at this point that if we are quiet, it's like, cool, we're camped out, making a project that really matters to us and hopefully will matter to them. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at now. I've shifted my brain from like studio audio Pro Tools world. Now it's like, okay, how do we roll these songs out? Which song goes to radio, which song you know, what combinations of the songs should we roll out? I feel representative of the whole album I don't give too much away it's there's a lot to <laughs> it you know especially it's always changing you know it's different yeah. it looks different than 10 years ago when we first put out our you know debut album it's this now it's like you you got radio obviously you got streaming you've got social media all these different you know things all these boxes you want to check and uh we're just i i think it's precious to us because this album is definitely our best work we poured the most into it And it's just you want to make sure you roll it out the right way and give it the best chance, you know, and uh, I I feel great about it. I think we're at that place where whatever combination of songs we roll out, if it accidentally all leaks tomorrow, I'll be like, you know what? I'm okay with that. (laughs) Like, I feel good about where it's at, and uh, I think people will – it will spread organically.
0: That's awesome. Well, let's talk about the current single, which is hitting top five. This has got to feel really special for you guys, being that this is a really special song.
3: Absolutely. It feels so good to – you know, I still get excited. Both of us get excited about looking at the chart and seeing your song in the top ten, top five. It's it's, you know, why we you know fall in love with this town. You know, this is you write the song, there's the whole process. And that's kind of the final, you know, seeing it on the chart is like, whoa, dude, we're we're on the radio. This is crazy. And I still remember the first time uh, 19 and me got played on the radio. There was a magical feeling. And I still get that feeling today whenever I get to hear it, you know, on uh, on the radio. And uh, obviously it's amazing that people stream the song but there is something really special about the radio when you're driving around unexpectedly on streaming. You have to go to the song and press play and you know, it's coming, but driving around and unexpectedly hearing your song is like, well, this is crazy, man. Uh, but this song is special. You know, this song raised its hand from the very beginning, uh, on our album, uh, 17 years ago when we put that album out. And, uh, it was like, it was awesome to be able to like hear people's, you know, stories and, and be, uh, a part of their weddings, and we've had a lot of those songs, you know, that have been able to be a part of people's weddings, and that's always special, you know. That's a that's a very rare thing because people have seventy billion songs to choose from whenever they're choosing their first dance song. So anytime someone chooses our song is incredible. So to have you raise a hand like that in that way it was very special, and we kind of view this song as speechless part two because speechless was that moment where you know we wrote that about our wives that first time seeing them walk down the aisle and that, the feeling, you know, when you're getting married and the newness of the relationship and, you know, how you felt, you know, you're speechless. And I feel like this is the more, I don't want to say more mature, just they further along in the relationship. This is that forever kind of love. It's every single day. And I I think that's a cool progression. And, uh, you know, our fans have kind of grown with us with the music, you know, we've all gotten older and uh, it's cool to kind of have, you know, try to mature in your music without losing the fun, you know, obviously, but, (laughs) We're, uh, we're in a, a different place in our life nowadays, and it's cool to have those songs that grow with you. And I think you is kind of that next progression, that next step uh, in the relationship. So it was cool to kind of have, uh, you know, that that part too. And I don't know, it's awesome to hear people's stories. And now that the song is really, you know, climbed the charts, gotten into the top five, it's, we're just hearing that more and more. And we're just super grateful that people are playing it. And it's, uh, it's awesome. And it's a perfect, you know, lead-in into this new project. We're so grateful to to have another number one off this uh knock on wood uh, on this record so
0: that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome and then while we're waiting on the, the climb of you the new record let's talk about the latest track that you guys just came out with with Charlie Puth how did that happen?
2: yeah we've been fans of Charlie Puth for a long time and um, I think it was a, like a year or two I think he like you know, he called himself out on social media. He's like, I don't know if I've been living under a rock, but I just heard this song called Tequila. I'm like, yeah, like won a Grammy and stuff. <laughs> it was multi-format hit. And then he like, you know, he tweeted it. And I was like, oh, I remember Shay and I were in a layover, I think in the Charlotte airport or something. We were in an airport. The only reason I remember that is because in the Charlotte airport, there's like those rocking chairs. chairs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the Adirondack things or whatever. And uh, we were sitting in those. I was like, oh my, Charlie Puth, like he, he tweeted our song. Cause that was right after he put out like attention and all that voice note stuff. And all of us nerd musicians were like, this is the most brilliant guy ever. And uh yeah, we, we you know, we've connected over the years and become friends with him. And that song came to be, he was going to put that song out just on his own and sounded awesome as is. And he reached out and was like, I want to feature you guys on this. And we're like, I, I mean, sure. We'll take a shot at it and Shay came over the house and, he sang it, and the minute I heard him sing that chorus, I was like, "Oh yeah, we gotta be a feature on this. This is incredible." We're such fans of Charlie, and we've uh, a lot of that was done just over Zoom during the pandemic. You know, sending files back and forth. Shay came over and tracked his part. I tracked the harmonies. We sent it to Charlie, bounced drums back and forth, and uh, yeah, I, I said Charlie and I are both both very particular people in the studio. We're both very we're perfectionists. You know, I was like, if this song comes out. It is going to be the greatest miracle in the history of music. If Charlie signs <laughs> off and I sign off, we're both very particular hard-nosed producers and he's insanely talented. And I just have so much respect and admiration for what he does. And the fact that it came out, it was like, whoa, we both signed off. This is crazy. So
0: <laughs> it's the amazing. fan response
2: has been amazing on that. And um, I actually was just, uh, we haven't played it live yet. And I was looking at set lists for, for some shows we have coming up this summer. And I feel like we're going to drop it in you know, in the set list somewhere. I feel like. It's kind of not, it's not far off from a Dan and Shay song, you know, that chorus no. could have fit on one of our albums. I, we probably would have produced the track a little bit differently if it was just us, you know, a little bit more country in it, but uh, we'll be able to do our own version of it live. And I think the fans are going to connect the, the numbers on it are great so far. And it's climbing the chart and just fun to have a song with Charlie. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to play it together at some point on some award show down the road, but uh, yeah, that was a fun one. I'm glad that that saw the light of day. Cause it was a, A pandemic creation you never know how those are gonna go
0: no i know right and it's so funny you talk about how talented he is i always like fall down the rabbit hole watching his tiktok videos when he like makes a beat out of a light switch like literally that sound i'm like you do that
3: (laughs) He's he's a he's a madman he's a genius (laughs)
0: that's so funny and then I'll just admit this you know before an interview I always do like a good little social media creep to see what's going on with everybody and Dan I know this was a few weeks ago but I felt for you in losing that big tree in your yard
2: it's it's insane we still the fence is still gone I had to go to Home Depot up on Thompson Lane and we got like a bunch of like uh, temporary plastic deer fence or whatever and we like stretched it out and we so the dogs could still use their backyard you know that's like their sanctuary that's their happy place and that we lost like a you know three or four of those fence panels and we just haven't been able to get it fixed yet.
0: We just had, we had three huge trees in our yard and I had somebody come out and look at it and they're like, this is going to uproot if you don't get it taken out. And I oh, yeah. we had it taken down like the week before the storm. So I, st- I was probably about the same one that you did. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad we did that. because." Oh yeah, there was, was so
3: many trees that went down. I think Dan sent me that video and he was like, uh, yeah, he was like, dude, my, my tree just fell down. It was not an hour later and I get a, a text from my wife with a picture of a massive tree in our backyard that had fallen down. And I was like, you got to be kidding me, dude. This is crazy. fall so I, I out.
0: you have no idea how expensive a tree is until you need it to go away. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
2: We've got these beautiful. Well, they were probably beautiful at one point. These massive pine trees like coming up our driveway, probably been there for a long time. And there are a few that are dead, sadly, but they're huge. And they're like not really. We had a tree guy come out and look at it. He was like, it probably won't fall like in the next couple of years, but you're gonna have to get it removed at some point. I honestly thought, you know how the city goes around like once a year with the spray paint and like gets rid of trees that are near electrical wires. I, they did red spray paint for the ones they're getting rid of. I was like, it'd be way cheaper to go to home improvement store and buy a spray paint can for $1.50 spray paint these trees rather than spend like six grand to get them removed you know no
0: truly yeah we they quoted us $10,000 to have ours removed I wish I would have known that I would have spray painted them oh yeah
2: oh yeah we didn't try it but I feel like it's a pretty good idea
0: Oh my God. That is so funny. And then, um, Shay, when I was doing my pre-interview prep for you, I was reading one of the articles about your weight loss, which I will not ask you to talk about because I feel like everyone's just like, <laughs> keeps asking you about that. I'm sure you're tired of it. But the thing I noticed is Thomas Rhett had mentioned, like, I almost didn't recognize you in the pickup line at school. Do y'all's kids like all go to the same school
1: together?
3: Yeah. Thomas and I, his kids go to school together and, uh, yeah, it was hilarious. I remember, Cause I had lost, I think it was 64 pounds in total. And I was, uh, I was walking back after dropping off uh, my son, my kid, he was, his kids are, he has a, some kids that are a little older. And he was actually in the drop-off line. Asher still made me walk him all the way into school. And so I was like walking him into school and I was walking back. And I remember I saw T.R. and I, I waved at him and he looked at me like, who is this guy?
0: Oh it, my took God. Like, <laughs> it took him
3: like two seconds to realize that I had, you know, forgotten that moment. I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't really look, like myself, but uh, Thomas and I have since started a 5 a.m. workout class. He sold this to me like, hey, man, we're going to get a group together. And so we can go work out, you know, start the day early, two days a week. We're going to have a group and it'll be awesome. Then we can go straight from there to, you know, drop off, take our kids to school. And I was like, sick, dude. Uh, and he's like telling me all the people that are going to be in the group. It was like a group of five or six of us. And uh, I get there the first day. And it was just Thomas and I. And I was like, oh, that, that group that we were doing. And uh, we did that like five times and no one else but us has showed up. Yeah, uh, I think he sent the invite out and no one else was stupid enough to say yes. <laughs> like, who gets up at 4.30 uh, and works out? Besides so like Mark Wahlberg or something.
0: Right, but like, kudos uh, yeah. to you guys for getting up at 4.30. The last time I talked to him, he was like, I want to get shredded this year. And so it sounds like and you and guys I,
3: are trying. We're trying to get. I call it, uh, I told him I wanted to get McGraw. And uh, so that's been our... That's been our our standard, our gold standard. Trying to get Madrid. That's Magran. amazing. That's so I funny. Mean, I'm, not, I'm not ever wearing a shirt ever again if I get my garage.
0: Oh my god, I love that. I feel like you guys are too little, like suburban housewives. You're like, we do our workout and then we go to drop off. <laughs> it's very cute.
3: Hundred
1: percent.
0: I also would not want to be a parent like in like a class with your kids on like career day like hi I'm Dan and Shay hi I'm Thomas Rhett and like I'm an accountant
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in Nashville though a lot a lot of people in Nashville yeah. it's, there's some kind of connection to the music industry
0: I know always I actually was like at like, this is so funny. I just remembered this. I was like speaking at a, like, a grade school in like the, like out by Hendersonville, I think. And I was talking about like what I do for a living in a little girl's hand shop. And she was like, My dad knows Dan and Che. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. That's
2: incredible. I wonder if like the kids fight over it. It's like, My dad's Shay Mooney. And then the kids are, like, Well, my dad's Chris Stapleton. You know, oh, <laughs> my, <God>. ah,
3: <laughs> my dad was the president. You're like, Okay, well, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> I feel like there's so many people living to Nashville that. A lot of like very important people's kids are going to school and it's like, yeah, those kids are, that's just Jay's kids. Like it's, (laughs) it's not, you know, it's not this guy who owns FedEx or something, you
0: know? Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive.